Blog Talk Radio. Peace to the God. You already know, man. Yo, Bohemian wizardry, you fraud, them thieves be killing me, the enemy is close, we both lies on our identity, I feel like he who stepped, architect like M.O. Sepp, son had the son himself, the guard deadly with the art, I fit dark, with a slit heart, you can feel it in your bone marrow before the shit starts, standing in the cold with a scroll that was written in gold, behold the old glimpse that was never untold, infinite like the eight, seven dwelling in your melon, no felon, though the unrighteous say that I'm rebellious, I'm primal, my rhyme suicidal, I worship no idols, my style of the gems going down in a spiral. You stuck in your root, my intelligence past my cool. The God is the truth. Every time I step in the booth, you stepped on the stoop, got scooped and swooped in my loop. Do the knowledge, whack them seeds, get slayed like blue. You wish the son of a saw, a gift from the gods. The roof flying through the sky with golden wings. Submerged into the light, not everybody go to king with the scepter of justice. Melanin cultivating cheer until we are Ethereans, finally becoming one with the righteous sun. Solar, souls are raw, magnificent glow with unconditional love. Scattered rays for days from the heavens above. So below, the souls just trapped in the lowest depths of hell. Incarnated into 76 trillion cells to break free. We must be refined, masculine and feminine properties combined. The devil is the author of confusion, 183,000 divisions. Religion, denomination sets close schisms and isms. Though isn't it written in the Bible that Jesus spoke in parables? The scriptures and gospels aren't just historical. Many passages weren't meant to be taken literal. Most of it is allegorical based on esoteric principles. Baptist versus Methodist, Pentecostal holiness versus Jehovah Witness, Mormons versus Seven Day Advances, skeptics, atheists, and agnostics, divine and cosmic tactics of the reptilians, lower fourth dimensional aliens. So beware of the draconian Satanists. Though they aim to imprison all true beings through ignorance, though we crush the head of Leviathan. Battle my control. Suggestion, brainwashing, indoctrination, using religious politics, education, economics, health and labor, entertainment and war, no sex and law. In this chessboard game called Life, we've all been pawns. Puppets on strings controlled by demonic spawns. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. May my spirit and your spirit spring forth of the jaguar. Peace, peace, peace to everyone in the human family. This is Brother Fahim El Bay. I'll be your host for tonight. I'm filling in for Dr. Sibyl Aleem Nutapak El Bay. And our topic tonight will be the U.S. Citizens. American national and other nationalities. Yes, I've been hearing a lot of things about the uh, uh, the discussion on the, uh, the consular courts 
and uh, I heard a lot of disappointments among the Moorish Divine National Movement, amongst the Moors in the Moorish Divine National Movement, I should say, and uh, a lot of people have been disappointed that the things that uh, the Brother Taj Tariq Bay is doing, uh, but I'm here to tell you those who disagree, I don't see anything wrong with it. I think it's a good, a very good thing you bringing something back that's really indigenous to our people and the and the Americas and the adjoining islands. Uh, I heard that one uh, one of uh, one of them said that the uh, consular courts was foreign and for foreigners. But I'm here to tell you that's not true. Uh, I don't know where they heard that from or where they're getting that from. But if you did your homework and study, you will know that the consular courts is very indigenous to the Aborigine Moors here in America. And, uh, you know... Uh, the consular courts was disbanded in 1956, uh, at the same year that the Moroccan Kingdom was established and recognized as a sovereign nation in Northwest Africa. Okay, so I want a lot of people to get a unclear under understanding of that. You know, it is not foreign. You know, it has nothing to do with foreigners. It's an indigenous to our people here in northwest, um, southwest of Mexico. I was listening to uh, uh, Brother Dr. Alim talking about a case, and uh, this judge, uh, or you say magistrate, uh, the sister, she was a, a Asiatic woman. And she said, "There's nothing I can do with this case, but uh, maybe you need to go to your to your your courts, the consumer courts." So this was here, you know. Uh, a lot of people need to do a lot of research on the consular courts and everything, uh, and find out, you know, for yourself. Do your own homework, and just don't take my word for it. Just because I say so, do your own homework and do more research on the consular courts. And then you come up with your own uh, decision. You know, but I'm here to tell you that the consular courts is indigenous to the Americas here. Okay? All right, I'm, that's, that's all I want to say on that. All right? I'm going to get along, get along with the topic for tonight. Um, a lot of people still uh, confused about nationality and birthright issues. And as I said before in previous uh, blog talk shows, you can go to any any school or I tell you what, go to any university of uh, what are so-called higher learning and ask every so-called black student on each of those campuses 
what is their nationality. And most of them can't tell you to save their lives. They cannot tell you what their nationality is. Most of them will probably say, uh, my nationality is black, or my nationality is African-American or Afro-American. Uh, my nationality is Islam or Muslim. My nationality is Hebrew-Israelite, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All what I said above are the wrong answers. You may have a very few that really know know who they really are, you know, um, dealing with nationality. A lot of people don't have don't even know what you're talking about, you know, when you ask them about nationality and birthright issues. Um, they are very confused and still very sleep, very steep in their sleep state. Uh, I mean, it's, 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 we are the only people that really that have our identity change every so 30 years, every 30 years, you know, Negro, then colored, colored, then black, then black, then African-American. Now you want to call, some of us even call ourselves people of color, you know, which is, a, uh, a falls under the color authority, under the color of law, which has no uh, connection or have no uh, standing at law. You know, uh, different colors like uh, a lot of people think because just because they are born in a certain country. Uh, that makes them who they are, you know. Like you take like the Europeans, the people of European descent over here. They think just because their foreparents and you know were born here in America, that makes them American. No, it does not. You know, and there's no nothing biased against uh, them or nothing like that. No hatred, no ill feelings toward them, and not at all. You know, thing against against anybody. You know, for say, it's just like you can say, I'm just like I could be born in China. Does that make me Chinese? No, it would not make me Chinese. I'm still an American, an Indigenous Aborigine American. When you say you're an Indigenous Aborigine American, that means you are natural to this land. You are indigenous to this land. You are natural to the land. Your aborigine means you are amongst the, the very first original people. Aborigine is the word where the aboriginal comes from. You say aborigine uh, American or aborigine more. More and American are both synonymous terms. They both mean the same thing. Let me read from here. Um, it's called introduction of the uh, of the uh, of a book here written by uh, 
brother Abdullah Il Tali Mosibe, a good another good friend of mine. Uh, okay, but from the order from the Moors order of the Round Table, it says here. Government governments are in power to protect the birthrights of the people. What the birth birthright nativity comes a piece of earth, the resources, the human family called nations occupy the different parts of the earth. The members of the extended human families are identified by nationalities and not by shades of color, or I say, just to say, shades or colors. Nationality is the pedigree, parentage, identification of any people. Nationality naturally ties any people together by blood and by common social and political interests to a parcel of land. The rights to the resources of the land is established in nature and in the divine order. Furthermore, nationality distinguishes from the geographical location on earth for all other nations to express their birthrights and sovereignty at law. I hope a lot of you understand this, what I just read to you tonight. Okay, because this is very important dealing with who we are as a people and as a nation. For many years, uh, since we were child, back in our childhood days, we have been taught, I mean, it depends on and um, which generation we are part of. You know, some of us taught that we were Negroes. Some of us taught that we were black or African-American. Or, you know, uh, now it, uh, the, uh, the normal terms are black, African-American, and people of color. Those are the three normal terms that they use nowadays. Uh, we are neither one of those slave brand names. Africa and America are two continents of nationalities. Africa is a continent of nationalities. Of You have 54 countries and uh, nations in Africa. In each one of those countries, each one of those countries, they you have 100 different languages or tribal languages of the people in these countries. Which one are you? A lot of us want to claim ourselves as Africanists or Pan-Africanists or Africans. I'm African, okay, but where in Africa are you from? I've asked this question in many blog talk shows and lectures I have given. And the reason why I keep repeating these questions is because most, the vast majority of most of our people are still not getting it. Are still not getting it. Which one do you belong? Which tribe do you belong to? Are you from Kenya? Are you from Uganda? Are you from Mozambique? Are you from Namibia? Where? Where? In Africa? What country in Africa are you from? You never hear so-called, quote-unquote, talking about 
they're Europeans. You never hear them say that. Or they're European Americans. Like a lot of our people say they're African Americans. Why? Because there are many countries in Europe. Okay, where in Europe are you from? Which Europe is supposed to be a continent, but actually it's not a continent. It's the extension of Western Asia. Whether you believe it or not, whether you go along with it or not, doesn't matter. But let's say that Europe is a continent, okay? Let's say the European continent. Okay? Okay, where in part of the European, the so-called European continent are you from? Are you from Poland? Are you from Russia? Are you from Germany? Holland? Belgium? Where? This is what I'm talking about. The same thing goes for Europe and Africa. As it goes for Africa. People don't know, still don't know, that most of us, about 80% of us, was already here before the first African came, let alone before the first European uh, uh, man set foot on these shores. I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of years, even millions of years, before Columbus set foot on these shores. There were supposed to have been certain Europeans that set foot on these shores before Columbus. But I'm here to tell you, we were here millions of years before them, before the so-called red man, Indian. We are the indigenous people, natural to the land. We are the aboriginal people, the very first original people in the Americas. Not those ones that you show, or that they show in your Western cowboy movies. But long wavy hair, and some you look uh, European, but most of them look such, uh, such, uh, uh, a certain type of Mongoloid type, which most of them are Mongolians from Mongolia, China. Believe it or not. Okay, let me move along here, okay? The people exercise their sovereign power through their qualified elected officials of their own nationality and nation. The representatives are empowered to protect the rights and immunities of the people and not to abuse their political authority. It must always be remembered and not forgotten that government officials derive their sovereign authority from the people. The people relinquish their sovereignty in a limited capacity to their parentage nation through a written contractual law. A national written constitution, in fact, is the most important contractual document in any civilized nation, for it governs the national affairs of the citizens. Without a national written constitution, a nation has no no order and is suspect and is suspected 
to uh, anarchy or chaos. The juristic United States of America has deliberately miseducated its citizens and the indigenous Moors about the importance of a national written constitution in order to rob them in their unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Remember, an informed people are dangerous and, 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 and very difficult to enslave. And that is very true. It's very, very difficult to enslave a people who knows who they are. It says here, without see that is it. It says here, without a national written constitution, a nation has no order and subject to anarchy or chaos. Because the Constitution is a written contract, contractual law, contractual law. It deals with contracts, the law of contracts. And it says the indigenous Moors. See, the indigenous is an adjective. Moors is a noun. It is the adjective that supports the noun. It's an adjective that describes a noun. Because indigenous is descriptive. It's a descriptive word. That's why I never, I never, I never say and use the word indigenous by itself. I never do that. I always say indigenous aborigine people. I don't use the word aboriginal because aboriginal is a word derived from the word aborigine. Aboriginal is a noun. I mean, aboriginal is an adjective. Aborigine is the noun. So I'd rather use the word aborigine in this organic sense and term. I can maybe use the word indigenous aborigine Moors or indigenous aborigine Americans or indigenous Americans. Americans are nouns. Indigenous is the adjective. Or an indigenous more, as is just read to you just now. Never use the word indigenous by itself. Okay. In all civilized nations, civic instructions are paramount. Nations fund civic institutions in order to maintain civility in the society. However, civic instructions on rights, immunities, and protections, and how they are rooted in nationality nationality and birth rights. Natural sovereignty in a national written constitution registered with the other nations of the earth have not been taught to, to the branded Moors, black, Negro, colored, Afro, Indian, Latino, Hispanic, Puerto Rican, etc., etc., etc. The European occupational colonists have planted black leaders among the branded Moors to teach them that they are black in order to continue to steal their birthrights and sovereignty. See, there's nothing wrong with sovereignty if you know what the word sovereignty means. 
If you notice, I never say sovereign citizen. I never say that. That's for the so that's for the Europeans. Or you or Euro Americans, whatever you want to call them. That is not for us, but the Asiatic people. We are the true sovereign people because we are the inheritors of the land. We are the land. We are Moors. Being a Moor means you are the land. Moor means land. You are the land and the waters, the rivers and lakes and mountains and hills that you preside over. We are the land. I am the land. I am a Moor. And I said it before also in previous uh, blog talk shows that you cannot separate the two more from indigenous or aboriginal or aborigine or autochthonous. Autochthon means those who spring forth from the soil of the earth. That's what an autochthonous person is. And so more. You cannot separate more from autochthonous people. You cannot say you cannot separate more from Aborigine, or indeed you cannot separate more from these terms, because they all are synonymous with each other. Difference is more as a noun, Aborigine is a as a noun. Indigenous is an adjective. Okay, these these so-called black agents are instructed to never, never hint at nationality and the fact that nationality is the foundation to any birth rights, natural sovereignty, heights, immunities, and protections at law. These principles are fundamental civic instructions to all civilized societies. Do you really think that these black leaders are not aware of these fundamental civic principles? Do you think it is a mere oversight? Do you really believe that there is a black nation, Negro nation, colored nation, African American or white nation that exists on the planet Earth? No such nations. If you do call yourself part of a black nation, okay, speak to me in the black language. What is the black language do you speak? Negro nation, speak to me a Negro language, which is, I've said it before in, in past previous block talk shows, that Negro and black are both synonymous terms. When you're saying that you're a black or uh, you call yourself a black nation, you're saying you're a Negro nation. Are you saying this black and uh, you, uh, you are saying Negro in English? Uh, black, I mean, black is Negro in English. That's all you're doing. Black is Negro in Spanish, which is originally Moorish Latin. To me, a people, some people of color. Speak to me a people of color language. Speak it to me. 
please, because I want to hear it. What language is that? Speak to me an African-American language. I want to know how that sounds. A white nation. Speak to me a white language. Speak a white language to me. I want to hear it. Speak the white language. No such languages of any of those I just mentioned. Therefore, there are no such people. One may say, okay, speak to me a Moorish language. Speak to me a Moor language. Sure. I could. It is Kapasa. I said, I said that in, more, in the Moorish Latin, you is what's happening. Call, or what they call, or call today Spanish. Because Spanish is originally Moorish Latin. That is our language. Because one, the Pope, when the fall of the Moors in Europe, the last stronghold, Granada, when the Moors fell, the Pope issued a papal bull that the Moors they were not, uh, not not to be longer to be called Moors. They'll be called either Moriscos, Negroes. Because the Moors that were left in Europe were now called Christians. And the Moorish Latin will be known as Spanish. That's how that came about. Okay. Have you wondered why Chinese, Japanese, Vietnamese are so successful when they come to the Americas, to the Almorocks? Question. They honor their mothers and their fathers. They do not refer to themselves as yellow people and say they are from the yellow nation. I'm going to read this again. Okay, but read this over again to you. Listen very carefully. Have you ever wondered why Chinese, Japanese, Vietnamese are so successful when they come to the Americas, to the Almorocks? They honor their father. This is the answer. This is the answer. They honor their mothers and their fathers. They do not refer to themselves as yellow people and say they are from the yellow nation. Do you mean that the black leaders are are not aware of this relationship between nationality and parentage, title name, national land, national a national written constitution, a national flag, and a national seal, and the fact that, that they must be registered with the international community in order to be recognized and protected as a sovereign nation? The primary responsibility that a representative and or leader of a nation has to protect the sovereignty of the people. Noble Juwali Sheikh Sharif Abdul Ali taught us how to relink ourselves back to the families of nations. 
Here is the famous call. Ye all Asiatics and of America, and hear the truth about your nationality and your birthrights. You are not Negro, Black, Colored, or Ethiopian. Learn of your forefathers' ancient and divine creed, that that you may learn to love instead of hate. Come and link yourself back with the family of nations. That was his call to all the Asiatic people of North. South, Central, and the adjoining islands of the Americas. And this is what's going. This is what has been going on for decades that we've uh, been identifying ourselves with these false labels. And a lot of us wonder, oh, many come over here. The Chinese and the Vietnamese and, and so, so and so come over here. And I can't, uh, man, I served in the armed forces. You know, my grandfather served in the armed forces. My grand, my father before him served in the military. And we all paid taxes. And we can't get nothing, man. And all these foreigners come over here and and, and get uh, loans like, like, like that. And we can't get nothing because of the color of our skin. Man, man, are you have you been misinformed? That is not the reason. The reason is birthright theft. They honor their ancestors. They don't dishonor their ancestors by calling themselves yellow. I'm from a yellow nation. They don't dishonor their ancestors like that, like we dishonor ours. Because each and every day, 24-7, every time when we call ourselves black, Afro-American, African-American, people of color, dishonoring our ancestors. Because our ancestors wasn't calling themselves that. They were calling themselves by their tribal names, their tribal lineage. Not black, African-American, Afro-American. Afro was a hairstyle. People of color. If you if you if you walk to uh, if you step to one. Of our ancient mothers and fathers, if they if they uh, came back alive, you step to them. Hey, what's up, black man? What's up, black woman? They look look around, and who in the hell is he talking to? They wouldn't know who you talking to. They don't know what in the world you talking about. Because there was no such thing. And I said it before, and I say it again. Black. If you go further. With the word black, in Old High German, it means pale or bleach or white. Go to the Etymological Dictionary and look it up. Do your, do your own research. Research it. All these things I just said to you so far this night, research it. Don't argue with me. Research it. 
like I said about the consular courts, the consular uh, the, the thing. Research it. Do more of your own research. Okay. All right. It says here, Woman, the Applied Science of the Number Nine in Government by Taj Tariq Bay, Introduction. There are countless books, pamphlets, and articles extorting the virtues of greatness of the ancient advanced civilizations and empires of the Asiatic Moabite Moorish nation and the descendant nations. Granted, many national names and geographical locations of nations on the map, systems have been changed by European sociologists and Reconstruction writers. Unfortunately, there are at least two major flaws which proliferate these works. The first major flaw is the popular accepted false claim that these ancient peoples were of the great, quote, unquote, black nation. Fraud. The second major flaw is the overemphasis on patriarchal rulership and government structure or structure relative to these ancient civilizations and the and the implication of only minor support roles by the so called black queen's woman. So the thing about the uh the uh I'm gonna start right here, the things about the patriarchal lineage uh, been ruled by patriarchal rule of the European patriarchal rule, as I must I may say. There has been a lot of disharmony and dissatisfaction among a lot of the woman folk, not just among Asiatic women, but women of all other nations. But I'm here to tell you this, though, my sister, my Asiatic woman, you can't. Uh, the world is now changing, and it's going headed toward back to the matriarchal rule under the matriarchal system, but I must mind you, however, 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 you must still have balance. It cannot be all matriarch, like it cannot be all patriarch. You must have balance, because if you have all matriarch, you know, you hear a lot. Of, I hear a lot of sisters. I know some, some other brothers hear a lot of sisters where, where you know, uh, the woman is this. You know, uh, you came from us. We created you. We created you all. And you know, hey, you know, uh, we run it. You know, and that's some. A lot of that is pretty much true. But what you must bear in mind, however, is still must be balanced. You still must have balance. You must have the balance between the masculine and the feminine energy. Or else you're going to run into the same problems when you're under the patriarchal rule. You're going to have the same dissatisfaction, disharmony, The only difference is it's just under the one, under the different gender now. But the same foolishness, you have the same madness that you have when you're under the patriarchal rule. 
because everything is unbalanced. Those sisters don't like what I said tonight, I don't care. But a truth is a truth. But it does not go away. Okay, I'm going to move along. One must give all due respect to the researchers, writers, and authors of a number of the literary works. Many are super, uh, superlative, well-produced, and well-presented. Nevertheless, these two flaws are too destructive and unbalanced to ignore. They are promoted to hide, distort, and skim, a scheme and the truth, neutralizing the energy of natural positive vibration and proper concepts of nature. These two flaws are inexcusable, inexcusably and arrogantly incorrect. Addressing the first major flaw, okay, this is not, nor ever was a nation of people attached. I'm going to read this again, okay. <clears throat> Correct this again. Okay. Addressing the first major flaw, there is not, nor ever was a nation of people attached to the human family bearing a pedigree, parentage, or nationality name such as Negro, Black, or Colored, etc. To make these brand and label names retroactive in history is not only untrue, but untimely, misleading, destabilizing, and non-productive. All this done in the name of black history, self-esteem, and re-education fraud. The names Negro, Black, and Colored as appellations to the human family were coined by the Peregrinus Pilgrim Dutch Master Colonists. The use of these tags described the chattel property of the Albus Gaul nations. These names are not proper nouns, but adjectives. They separate the people who taken them as real from the human family. This is one of the deceitful social engineering methods used for justifying the institutionalized, less than human treatment of the enslaved Asiatic Moors. These negative and debased words, Negro, Black, Colored, etc., are modern appellations used in social affairs and not and, and were not put officially into documentation as substitutes for national names until the late 1700s. Therefore, there is no such thing as any ancient black history or black people who did anything on behalf of humanity. Undo the fraud. This is what I just got to talk to you about. There's no such history as black history. Black history is dead history. It is a fraud. No such thing as Negro history, which is the same thing. There's Negro and Black are both synonymous. There's no such thing as African American history. No such history of any nation because there were no such nation as African America. It doesn't exist, never did exist. African America are two continents. So that therefore there cannot be nationalities.
It says here, okay, addressing the second major flaw. One must again acknowledge and credit to the great efforts put forth and the quality, presentation, and exec execution of many of the works of the artists claiming black or blackness as a nation of people. That being said, there is no truth, balance, or honor in the spirit of the overall literary works due to these facts. When the slave labels and brands of Negro, black, colored, etc. are attached to any part of the human family of ancient history, it, didn't, it, it did not, does not, and cannot apply. Because there's no such people. There's no such nation. There's no such history. No such history in the world. No such, uh, no such, uh, any history, any part of world history. No such people, because they're not. There's no uh, such people as black people in any part of the human family. In the history of the human family, there are no such people. As we enter the realm of Asiatic, of ancient Asiatic, I'm sorry, I'm sorry here. <clears throat> that being said, there is no truth, balance, or honor in the spirit of the overall literary works due, due to these facts. When the slave labels and brands of Negro, Black, colored, etc., are attached to any part of the human family of ancient history, it did not and does not, uh, can cannot apply. These words are European shadow brands and cannot be applied to history retroactively. Prior to the enslavement of the Moabite, Moorish, Asiatic people, which has been accomplished through war and maintained by book burnings and the alteration of records in the late 1700s, no, no such names were attached to the Moors. As we enter the realm of the ancient Asiatic civilizations and mind, spirit, and written form to retrieve a oneness with our ancient mothers and fathers, we must also reclaim the truth and reality that most of the ancient civilizations were matriarchal and not patriarchal. The fundamental truths of nature and nature's law, laws brings a sense of consciousness and the unity of mind with the ancient ones. Even when the Moors adopted the patriarchal forms of government, the women were always conferred with in serious counsel before any major actions or, or decisions were made. This was the standard in the ancient and modern, modern Moorish culture. Mutual counsel balance when the men and the women governing the nation's affairs were strictly adhered to. This is what I would talk to about a minute ago, talk to you about. This is what I'm talking to you about. You must have balance. I'm going to read this again. Even when the Moors adopted the patriarchal forms of government, the women were always conferred with in serious counsel before any major actions or decisions were made. This was the standard in ancient and modern Moorish culture. Mutual counsel balance. Mutual counsel balance with the men and the women and governing the nation's affairs was strictly adhered to. Okay? I need to say no more. Let me move along here. 
if one goes into the, into the sphere of the genetic and spiritual intelligence of the mind, there is no way out. All life comes out of the womb of a mother. That is true. Can't argue that. Mother is the root physical cause who brings the physical manifest effect of the bodies, temples of man. Matriarchy is the natural state of social order. In nature, intelligent beings should not be threatened by this truth. And you shouldn't. If you are an intelligent being. All right. Okay. Patriarchal forms of government, unbalanced, do not harmonize with nature. They are usually enforced and coerced political, economic, man-made control systems. Patriarchies must be artificially maintained by force of arms, fear, guilt, superstition, and religious dogma due to the lack of harmony with the natural universal order. And it has been that way under patriarchal rule. It has been that way. Because when they're under patriarchal rule, especially then with the European patriarchal rule, women were not considered. Women were not conferred with a serious council, like the Moorish system was. It was all out of balance. They left women completely out. And you cannot do that. Same thing with a matriarchal system. You cannot let men completely out. You cannot do that and still have balance. It's not going to happen. Are you going to create the same bullshit that you had under patriarchal rule? I must stress this again. Okay, move along here. Due to the, visit, uh, the dissolution of the Imperial Moroccan Empire and the destruction and expansion of the Albus Gaul colonialism, much of the true Asiatic Moorish history, both literature and sciences, were destroyed and are uh, put to flame. The human family has lost incalculable knowledge of due to the massive book burnings by the conquering nations of Christendom. These angry and selfish acts have set the world and human progress back a minimum of a thousand years. The massive burnings of Moorish literature and the murder of many Moorish women by decapitation brought the Western Hemisphere to an extremely low state of humanity. The burning of the witches of Salem, commonly referred to as the Union States history was in really reality the burning at the stake of many Moabite Moorish women called the Witches of Salem. Salem is Anglis for the Moorish Salam, meaning peace. <clears throat> Say this again. Salem is Anglis, that's English for the Moorish Salam, and Salam means peace. The purpose of the burnings was to destroy historical evidence and the earth and planet astrological, cosmology, culture of the indigenous Moors. 
the Moabite Moors were masters of nature's laws, herbology, earth polarity, alchemy, metallurgy, astrology, geometry, metaphysics, law, government, anti-gravity, forces of nature, etc. They lost much of the knowledge due to natural and man-generated destruction. The Peregrinese pilgrims called the Moor sciences demonology and went all out in the names of their gods to destroy their science and the people of those sciences, the Moors. The rest is history, with current historical abuses and events verifying these facts. To counter these political, economic, and social, and psychic attacks against the indigenous Moors, the science and history of the ancient ones is being exposed to the masses. The negative effects these attacks have led to our people have been devastating. Unfortunately, through subjugation, our people are so backward as to believe, as they have been taught, that human beings are identified by colors and shades as opposed to national pedigree names. Our people need to be retaught and buried in hidden history and culture of their own bloodline, the ancient Moabite Moors. These treaties is presented to and for the Moors' children, descendants of the ancient Moabites for the royal universal revelation of truth. This is their birthright. And so, in honor of our mothers and of our fathers, the ancient ones, we present a portion of the most ancient and secret lesson of the ages, woman, the adopted science of the number nine and government. Because she is truly the matriarch of the human family, the indigenous Moorish woman. This is what a lot of us have to really understand and to really understand about our uh, culture. I know they said there was only one culture, and that's the uh, culture of the human family. But um, I, I agree with that to a, to a degree. To a degree, and the reason why I say to a degree, because in certain countries are... Uh, you say like in China, you can do there's certain things you can do in China you cannot do in America, in American culture. You know there's certain uh, things you can do in France you cannot do in Colombia, South America. You know because of the difference of the cultures there, you do have different cultures. Although it's all in one culture, the human, you know, the the human family. I agree with that, but like I say, to to a degree, to a degree, and I'm not referring to culture as being murder, thievery, robbery, lynching, burning, rape, hatred, you know, lewdness. Etc. 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 I'm not referring to that because that is not a culture. And Abdullah El Tali Mosi Bay was right. That is not a culture. Okay.
when you have a lot of the uh, so-called spiritual, uh, so-called spiritual beliefs of different uh, religions or institutionalized, which institutionalized systems, because that's all they are, institutionalized systems. It's good to show you how much our people are so messed up. Uh, you can look at our ch- churches. Uh, look at certain mosques, or certain, not just the Christians, but look at certain mosques, mosques in the Islam, is the Islamic part of the Asiatic peoples, part of, the, of, the, uh, of our Asiatic people, just in the Islamic part, and the Jewish part, even in the more science temple part. You know, you look at, uh, they all are institutionalized, and they all are the 501c3. They're all controlled by the Vatican. Under Vatican control. They're all under the matrix. We've got some people that are semi-conscious, when I see semi-conscious, you see them always talking about, yeah, and that's why you got to have Jesus. That's why uh, they forgot the Christianity part and everything. And these are people that are dealing with UCCs, dealing with <clears throat> other parts of what's going on or what's wrong with the society, what's wrong with the so-called government, which is a corporation. They know what's going on with them. They're conscious of it. But when you're still talking about uh, being a Christian or, you know, believing in Jesus, whatever, that shows me that you're still in the matrix. Instead of looking at Jesus as an allegorical figure, or as a uh, solar mythical allegorical figure. Now you're getting, and when you start looking at it in that direction, now I can say you're getting somewhere. You're coming out of the matrix. This is dealing with uh, a lot of people want, don't understand but why aren't you a U.S. citizen? Why do you call yourself an American national? I mean, how many people know the, the island of Guam, which sits in the Marianas Island group in the Pacific? It's so-called U.S. soil, or what, we, what I like to call American soil. But you know the Guamanian people, do not want to be called U.S. citizens. They get very angry at you, at you when you call them that. They refer to themselves as American nationals. Some of them known as Chamorros. Chamorros. Moros in the Philippines means more. That means they are Moors. They are Guamanian Moors. Here I'm a Moor in, here in the Americas. 
Because American and more means the same thing. And I call myself an American national, dealing with my nationality, dealing with my nationhood. My nationality is American. Where in America, one might ask. Oh, where? Well, I'm of the United Washington, Dita de Mundia, Moore Empire, of the Choctaw Clan. I'm learning the language to speak of my tribal language, of my Empire Clan language, of the Choctaw, Washita. Learning the Algonquin language of my ancestors. That is from the Gulf of Mexico, Louisiana, all the way through Canada. But the Washington people, Choctaw people, are scattered all over the world nowadays. They're scattered all over the planet Earth. They're scattered. But I'm just giving you a geographical location where most of our people are at. I have a language that I speak. Somebody might speak speak to me and say, Isla Fahula Nasu Fahim. What they said was, How is your spirit today, Brother Fahim? And I will I will respond, Nu Malamasi Nasu. Very well, thank you. This is what this is this is this is what I'm telling you. You know, you know what there is uh, no what black language do you speak? <clears throat> speak to me a black language. Speak to me a Negro language. Speak to me an African American language. A couple of syllables. You know, you can't because there is no such language. Therefore, there is no such people. Okay. Here we are. Okay. I'm going to read this here. Woman, the applied science of the number nine and government. Woman, the divine source of physical life. Woman is the divine source to which all physical life forms come. She is the feminine, is without doubt the most powerful being in existence, the literal stargate the most high creative womb. Life comes through the womb. Therefore, all that lives or is to live is, there, is, is first essentially a part of her womb, man, womb man. W-O-M-B hyphen M-A-N. <clears throat> womb with a W capital, with a capital W, man, lowercase m. Because we came from them. They created us. They are the mother of all civilizations of the planet Earth.
the manifest energies of monads coming to existence through her. These facts are clearly written in the book of life, natural law. She is the gate through which all humanity enters the realm of the flesh, semina and mass. All humanity is her progeny. This is the indisputable fact which cannot and will not change. Is there any doubt? Woman builds the physical form of man within her womb, bringing life. It is in woman's nature to cultivate and structure civilization with more governing principles for her offspring progeny. Then she then teaches her offspring these systems for survival and sustenance. Matriarchy is the most natural form and order of government. She who brings life best able to cultivate and ordain rules of order and avoid that life. The vibratory energy and vitality of the whole human family is carried by trace and dependent on woman. Her state of condition and her state of mind. Because she have a wrong or bad or poor state of mind, her state of condition and her state of mind, then she's going to produce children with a poor state of condition and mind children. I'm sorry. She's going to produce children with a poor condition and a state of minds. That is, if her womb is corrupt, this war she will produce corrupt children. If she's a real silly woman, silly spirited woman, then her womb will produce silly children. It's not because I said so, it's because it is a fact. You can argue with it if you want. Argue on. I don't care. Okay, here I go. What and who woman is, what she knows, what she thinks, and how she feels, what she eats, her temperament in general, and the planets with their energies and positions in the solar system combined with the forces in nature are her master building tools. She must be aware of these fundamental natural tools as they will function positively or negatively. What I just got through speaking to you just now, okay? Based on elements and conditions, <clears throat> this is a science, not a dogmatic belief system. If she has been enslaved, mistaught, and subjugated, she must be freed and taught by those who know. If those who know do not insist in her resurrection, then the laws of reciprocity, uh, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> The law of reciprocity and compensation will manifest in a vengeance through nature's mandate. This is called justice, the two-edged sword. Her subjugation controls the womb. The European masters of slavery and conquerors of nations are astrological and mathematical scientists. They are well aware of the power which is naturally inherited in women. Never underestimate their cunning and manipulative approach to government. In order to enslave a people, it must important to con it is most important to control the womb or woman. 
he who controls the woman or womb surely controls her progeny. This is the high, highest secret knowledge used, used by all slave masters. Those, those having this knowledge know the key to civilization. Knowledge of the workings of the womb is so powerful and vital to civilization that it is kept in secret societies or among the elite and upper caste government rulers. The study of the womb is mandatory in the science of government, social correction, and engineering and controls. Womb science can be used to the positive or to the negative. As I just told you earlier, womb science will never be found in any textbook readily available to the masses, less more to state ward and slaves. Most are womb science, which was always a part of Moorish culture and was stamped out by burnings, lynchings, and torture during the early and mid-periods of the current Union state societies, slave and ward systems. To the misfortune of humanity, the fundamental truths of warm science have been lost in allegory, fables, fairy tales, or suppressed on a global scale. The mass perpetuation of dogmatic subjugation, doctrines, and idol god worship corrupted, misrepresented as godly has been perpetrated through blind faith religions. All organized modern religions are guilty of subjugating the Moabite woman and her offspring at different levels and degrees. The ultimate purpose of the dogmatic patriarchal religious doctrines and the subtle cultivation of murders, slavery, hatred, death, suppression, oppression, and subjugation of the Moabite woman. This has been mostly done in the names of the masculine idol gods and the worship of them. It says here, religion. The word religion is derived from the ancient Moabite Moorish Latin religio, which expresses respect for that which is sacred, universally manifest by and through all in nature. Religion was founded by the ancient Moabites as an elementary teaching system designed to introduce children to the workings of the forces of nature. Religion, as properly used and taught, is essentially elementary science having nothing to do with dogmatic and belief control systems. Not at all. But they have been reduced they have been reduced to dogmatic and belief control systems and institutions. Okay? The forces of nature and the magnetic and atomic interplay and the planets in our solar system was given names by our ancient mothers and fathers. Many of the names have changed or evolved by the peoples of very dialects or various dialects and languages. The study of the phenomena is ancient to, uh, to ancient and is called cosmology, masonry, astrology, astrology, astronomy means the study of the stars. There are some of the names given to nature law by ancient humanity through language. Elohim, Allah, meaning all law. Yahweh, taught. Parabrahim, the great spirits, the seven eyes of Allah, the great architect of the universe, the solar eye, etc., to more specific 
relating to Moabite Boris culture. These are the names of the Elohim or the Elohim. Number one, Michael, the sun, Sunday. Gabriel, the moon, Monday. Zamael, Mars, Tuesday. Raphael, or Raphael, or Raphael, Mercury, Wednesday. Sakael, Thursday, Jupiter. Anael, Venus, Friday. Cassiel, Saturn, Saturday. The Elohim are symbolized by the crown of the goddess of liberty, walking the water in New York Harbor, Amsterdam, which is New Amsterdam, actually. Actually, what New York is, for those who didn't know, okay? The statue is made of copper applied to an iron framework. Copper is the alchemical metal of Anael, Venus, Friday. The universal... The universe itself is a creative womb. It ebbs and flows and, pull, and pulls and pushes out. Pulsels uh, creates and operates with positive and negative forces, etc. If there's any tangible evidence that man can see or relate to that expresses the universe and its workings, it is woman herself, a physical manifest creator or generator of life and spirit. The woman introduces or uh, produces Humanity, both feminine and mass, female and males. These facts constitute the reproduction of herself, female, and the making of all creating her sons from the feminine fetus by vibratory minimal forces in the womb. The making of her sons always begins in or about the sixth week of the ninth month cosmic cycle of birth. This corresponds when the sixth astrological sign of Venus. The planet and the plane of love. Okay. Sciences we all must know. And these are the things that it says here. What gives a more Diplomatic status. What gives us diplomatic status? Boys. Okay, let me read this off to you. A diplomatic a diplomat is one who, by way and in relationship to her or his social and political status, activities and works done or to be done on behalf of the nation, such activities and works are more national in character and are not necessarily personal. A diplomat, ambassador, or minister thereby presents, supports, and perpetuates the social, economic, and political interests of that specifically identified nation or people. Such works and activities are reflected in the diplomat's interfacings, affairs, or relationships with other nations or peoples. Diplomat is related to and associated with the science which treats, which treats of the relations of nations with nations. Thus, with the evidence of national identity is a vital component and key which must be publicly declared, known and established for the record, public record, for a diplomatic claim to be realized, established, or considered in matters of controversy or recognition. This is what we've been telling you all the time. Okay, let me read it on here. 
it must be respectfully remembered and acknowledged that the Sheikh Sharif Abdul Ali, commonly known as Noble Drew Ali, restored supreme knowledge of self-consciousness to the defeated Moors of a Mexican, North America, parentheses, parentheses, North America and Western Hemisphere. Thusly, Noble Drew Ali is rightfully recognized as the major personage who brought back the true knowledge status, consciousness to the Moors of the West in the realms and arenas of the sciences uh, and the trees of government and citizenship in all pertinent aspects. The true functions and necessities of civics are realized. Nationalization is that social and political and which public declaration and proclamation gives legal notice to all comers and parties of interest the affirmed reclamation of rightful airship to all hereditaments, corporal and incorporal, of the true natural people of the land, of their substantive birthrights, of the political civil liberties, and of their wealth and resources relative to their true national sovereign status, the affirmatives about the Moors and propia persona status, meaning in one's own proper person, and having a responsibility or responsible knowledge about the Moorish empires, geographical and political jurisdictional specifications, etc. These facts, among others, are vitally important areas of the education to be dispensed amongst all Moorish Americans, etc. Status plays a vital role in social and political interchanges amongst the nations of people on multiple levels. Status is a primary determinant factor that clarifies conditions and outcomes, especially in legal matters, reparation issues and concerns, and in refinements of dispensations about other claims and and all controversies arising between peoples and citizens of the same or of different nations, states, etc. For a little more clarification, read Article 3, Sections 1 and 2 of the Constitution. For the United States of North America, furthermore, in the law of evidence, identifies that the state of or condition where the natural person entities or issues before society of the court are exactly what, exactly what or, or who won they are it, it is charged presenting claim or represented to be if such evidence presented fails to test of truth then the claimants fail to establish or prove his her or their claim or case in law status is the legal relation of the individual to the rest of society and the community status thusly relates to the rights of duties the capacities and the incapacities which determine a person or persons to a particular given class. This identified and established legal relationship is not temporary in nature, nor it is terminable merely at the will or whim of the parties of interest with which third persons and the state are concerned. That is also legally means a state because it signifies and identifies the conditions or circumstances 
and which one stands vividly or invalidly with regard to one's inheritance, rights, and or property in general. Know that the level of consciousness plays a vital role in the area of sociology and anthropology. This knowledge, but not limited to all, should also aid one in having a clearer understanding of the Moorish divine and national movement of North America and the world. I further recommend that those sincere natural peoples of the world who also may have asked the same or relative questions to the above forward questions will give a more diplomatic status to respectively refer to the answer given and shared by the Sheikahs Rashmaraya B. Bay, which precedes my response, know also that the principle of social respect and interchange relative to diplomatic relations between the peoples of different nations of or jurisdictions are not so much a given thing, and that they come with the conditions of being a national. When Noble Drew Ali declared for the public record that the resurrection of the Moors nation of America, the Moors' rightful status, diplomatic and otherwise, came rightfully inherited by primogeniture, which with your Moorish nationality and identification, trusting to contribute at the least to some goodwill and progress in regards to the great cause for the universal justice initiated by Noble Ali for our natural people and nation. I humbly submit my response to the natural people, Moors, nobles of the North Gate, Northwest of Maxim, the Temple of the Sun and Moon, land of the Moors. Okay. This is what uh, now do a lot of you have a clearer understanding what na- what status is. That's what a status is. It determines your social condition in society. That is a status of who you are in society and your position in society. Okay. Okay. So you, a lot of our uh, most of uh, people still uh, <clears throat> have a a vague understanding of who they are, you know, um, as as relating to the rest of the world at large. Uh, you hear a lot of things, a lot of people on television. Uh, the power of the black woman, the power of the black man, uh, consciousness, black awareness, uh, being black, blackness. You know, being black. Uh, remember, you are black. I am black, 21, and free. I'm, no, I'm 21, black, and free. You know what you should be saying. I am 21 and a free more. That's what you should be saying. I am free 
I'm a free bore and 21. I already explained on many occasions what a more is, what do more means. Those of you who've been listening to this blog talk show for years uh, know what I'm talking about. Those of you that's first time listening to this show, I sure would love you keep on listening to me this night. Because I have a lot of a lot of important things to say to you tonight. And it may be for the first time, maybe your first time hearing something like this. A lot of our people never heard uh, anyone talking like this uh, or heard anything like this before in their lives. Okay. It says here, dissolving the Negro industry industry (coughs) involves... A involves a process that takes place by and through the operative nature of consciousness and the conscious actions on the truth of nationality and birthrights and their true history of the Moorish nation of North America. The North Gate is exposed to the historically blind and ignorant descendants of the ancient Moabite Moors. These these necessary dedicated social spiritual and political activities begin to accelerate the process of reversing the polarity which the European inquisitionists, colonizers, and their law, or and their, I'll put it this way, the colonizers and their low-line pseudo-religious sorcerers have fostered upon the native and uh, the naive and blindly trusting aboriginal peoples of the world. We Moors must display practice and maintain love and patience for the victims of the nigger sorcery of or the greatest blind faith defenders of it. And this is the charge and the responsibility of all conscious more Americans. Blotting vampires have do and will extract and suck the vital energies and essence uh, and essences of and, and from the, the natural people as long as the natural people agree to the false law and the false culture which colonial inquisitions have fostered upon them, the Western Hemisphere and the world. For the children born and yet to be born who are, who are to inherit what we, leave, what we believe or what we leave to, to them or for them, whether or material substance or spiritual knowledge, let us be sincere and steadfast in our making every effort to correct as much as the misinformation and corruption corruption as we are able to do. We are obligated to give them a reasonable chance to make this a better world, to live in peace and prosperity to all who to seek truth and work for the good of all humanity. When the falsehoods hoods and lies are exposed to the light of truth, they lose their power to blind and to enslave natural people. And so with the vampires, they cannot maintain their iron-handed grip on the natural people of the world, nor upon the resources when the light of the sun of righteousness arises with the healing in his wings. A vampire flees from a noble sun and cannot maintain 
the false institutions which rob the people. Vidamikam. Vidamikam means means come into the light. Yes, okay, it says here, the European occupiers of Northwest America, North Africa, North America have selfishly created for themselves a beastly character in their violations against nature's laws, against nature's God. They have sucked the essence and the energies of the aboriginals for over two centuries now and have devised every method of legalized extortion available to a color of authority. Polity. It has, it has come to that has come to be that of the colonists on cultured nigger fiction, creation possessing zombie mental characteristics and has become no longer economically sustainable. The nigger fiction is also a burden and blight against civilization and is, and is uh, a, a social liability against society. And so... The colorable U.S. democracy, occupational government, and its alien persons have set forth a military edict for its solving the vampire call, their nigger fiction solution. Executive Order 11490, the King Alfred plan, with the updated Rex 84 plan for their prized U.S. democracy concentration camps. There is not enough space available to list the many of the multiple colonial social warping systems and prima facie instruments concocted and used to sustain their nigger industry. However, the thing alluding to the true mission and motives of the colonists from Europe are well exposed this short and edited article. Questions. Are the, exploit, are the exploiting vampires or Franks really proverbial Frankensteins? Answer, a vampire continues to feed successfully only upon a passive host. Frankenstein is a hypothetical story which alludes to a truth about hidden history and of human animalistic hybridism. The experimentation as the Earth makes its annual rotation around the sun is a void celestial orbit, orbital path manifests and perigree. The point where the Earth is at its closest point to the noble sun. The apogee, the Earth is at its farthest point from the noble sun. The astrological solving of the nigger industry problem and retribution, justice for its creators, comes with the universal quicken, quickening vibration of the Earth and the height of the accelerated pedigree. Those who feign ignorance about the workings of nature called the quickening of global warming. Fiat will implode and blind faith will incinerate and collapse. Those in harmony with light and the elements are certainly not offended. Have the people forgotten about the current age, which we live in now? Vampires cannot survive the royal rays of the noble sun as polarity shifts to balance mundane affairs. So say the ancient scribes of Moab, of the cosmic rhythms of Ra, so mote it be. Amen Ra. Okay. So, uh, 
those of you that uh, that have questions about nationality and birthright issues, how to get nationalized, uh, the Washita, uh, you can call this number at 910-364-9099. I repeat, 910-364-9099, or you can call this number 314-644-4425. I repeat, 314-644-4425. If you're interested uh, uh, more about those of you that want to be nationalized, uh, I'm telling you that you really don't need to be afraid of being nationalized. You know, uh, there's, uh, <clears throat> you don't need to have fear. You know, uh, a lot of us have fear about this, that we may lose something, that we may lose a benefit or something, but I'm here to tell you, uh, you won't lose lose a dime, not a dime. Uh, yes, there is. There is. <coughs> Some of you wonder... <coughs> Because it's going to cost you. Uh, yes, it costs uh, some notes, some fiat notes. Uh, it costs about 360 fiat notes to get your nationality papers in order by the Washita, the Mandia Moore Empire. <clears throat> you know, uh, that's just once in a lifetime thing. Uh, 360 fiat notes are uh, dealing with uh, the so called $360 deals with a lot of the labor and the ink and the paperwork that goes with it. You're not actually uh, paying the people who nationalize you. We can't make any many money by nationalizing people. There's not enough, there's not nowhere near or nowhere near or near enough money to make a living off of that. If I try to make a living of nationalizing people, I will starve to death. I will starve to death. Then you have other people that uh making these outrageous charges like fifteen hundred dollars. <throat> I don't know I don't know who they are. <coughs> but I have heard I'm not gonna name any names of people. I know who they are, but I'm not gonna put their names out there like that. Uh, but that's ridiculous. You know, $1,500 is ridiculous, or even more than that, that's ridiculous. They are robbing you, and they are taking uh, advantage uh, of your of your ignorance. They are taking advantage of you, you know. But $360, or so-called dollars, uh, that's just once-in-a-lifetime thing. That's not, that's not something that you had to pay like a car note on or a house or a house note on. That's just one in a lifetime thing. You know, uh the papers of the Washita, either the Monday or more more is what we give you is uh oh man, the, the papers are awesome. They are awesome. And it's about your freedom. I mean, um a lot of you would have you uh, bought a pair of shoes that was more than that. 
occurs is some suits that was more than that. And how many suits that was more than three hundred sixty so called dollars that you that you paid for that you could have paid for your own freedom, I don't know, ten times over. Just think about it, your own freedom. Or if you want to get it free, well, from what I heard, uh, you can go to RV Bay Publishing and get it free. <coughs> but I'm here to, but, but I'm, however, I'm here to tell you uh, now, when you do go to RV Bay Publishing, uh, you know, uh, study all your nationality papers. Study what nationality is and what nationality is about. Study your papers and understand them. Understand them before you uh, do anything else. Because a lot of times you may be challenged on them. You may be challenged on what that means, what the appropriate persona means. And if you want to be able to answer it, well, then the papers cannot do you any good. You must understand your nationality and birthright issues oh, thoroughly before you go on to anything else. This includes when you go on to the UCCs, uh, the executrix or executive letters, and so on. Don't go, don't go on to these things without first learning your nationality and what your nationality means first. Believe me what I'm telling you, because you will mess up. But uh, like I said, uh, you know anybody else that give nationality papers free, more power to them. You know, I mean, they can afford to do that. I like to know how they do it. But uh, like I said before, the so-called money, money is not going to the people who nationalize you, actually. A lot of that so-called money is going to how to build uh, the schools for the language courses that we are taking to learn our languages and go on to the temples to build up our temples and our land that we have, that we have bought, that some of us have bought. That's where it's going to, to cultivate the land. But we cannot make or one cannot make any living off of nationalizing people. No, you cannot. I'm, I'm going to let you know this right now, you know, in case you have any negative uh, uh, opinions on that. I'm just setting the record straight. Now, if something go wrong, or so like, so like for instance, something go wrong, or something uh, wrong with your papers with anybody else. Uh, we cannot help you with that. Don't come to us because we cannot help you with that. You've got to go to the person who ever nationalized you. This is what you got to go back to. You can't come to us. We cannot, uh, like Dr. Arlene said in one class, we cannot deal with someone else's procedure. We can only deal with our own. Okay. All right, let me move along here. Okay. 
I just wanted to get that out of the way before the show ends. Make sure I get that out of the way. Now, those of you who want to get nationalized, you can get over the call because one of those numbers that I just uh, uh, gave you. There's nothing to fear but fear itself. There's nothing to fear. Okay? Okay. The organic truth and the origin of the Negro. Sanity of the of the social atmosphere, justice in a fair sense of for peace of mind has been absent from the North Gate lands. Northwest of Mexico, North America. That's what we mean by the North Gate lands or the North Gate. Northwest of Mexico, meaning North America. Which where we at now. Okay, those of us that live in North America. But I know this is a worldwide uh, radio system. So, okay, got to be specific. Okay, <clears throat> for a few centuries now, relentlessly and with, relentlessly and with fiendish dedication, the occupying IBM oppressors from Europe have actuated, perfected, and institutionalized a religiously polished imposition of historical distortion and deception. Legalized, not lawfully, misrepresentation, lechery of birthrights, theology, organized, color of law, government, and the thefts of labor are regularly practiced against humanity. Social engineering, negatives, instituted for extortive outcomes are especially directed toward the aboriginal and indigenous peoples. Throughout the bustling cities, the modest, the modest towns, the busy streets, and within the common houses of the Northgate territories, the natural people go about their everyday lives and affairs with stigmatic caution, feigning an air of normality. Yet, just below the surface, surfaces of the mass tranquility, there is an entrenched flood of political and social corruption, seething with undeniable signs of there being no peace. And there isn't and there and there hasn't been any real or constant peace for scores of generations. Tarnished and benumbed by the redundancy of institutionalized oppression, the Aborigine people have devised self induced distractions and utterly sportive preoccupations forced to counter social subjugation, pain, and such self-defense mechanisms are recognized as self-denial. The people sometimes appear to be stupefied by or adaptedly oblivious to the ills and stresses heaped upon them. At other times, these colonial-induced ills Block the people of the neighborhoods with blaring sirens and other forms of torts and confusion. Contradictions to, mor- to morale and ethical principles in many forms are key features of the false culture which was groomed of alien arrogance, fraud, and institutionalized abuse of authority and power. These artificial cre- artificially created characteristics 
of contemporary North American culture, no doubt, are at source for many of the world's ominous problems. If any public act or deed has any promise of good, the political fact remains almost for a surety that such acts will be done most niggardly. Maybe it is time, again, Moabites to re-examine history and some original word definition to see how we digress to this unbalanced state of affairs. <clears throat> how many people saw, uh, uh, remember the movie, uh, Do the Right Thing, with uh, the movie uh, was directed by uh, Spike Lee. Do you remember the movie? Uh, the movie was about uh, the injustices that was going on in the Asiatic communities in Brooklyn, New York. And the Asiatic section of Brooklyn, New York. And I don't know, was it Harlem or was it, I can't remember, or Brooklyn, I can't remember. But, uh, <clears throat> but, uh, uh, it was dealing with the story uh, that uh, the people, different peoples of different classes of people, uh, dealing with the Asiatic community, and a lot of it about the Asiatic community is very, very, very true. Uh, the characters, you know, that lives in such neighborhoods, and uh, dealing with the the brother uh, that was uh, choked to death by a chokehold by one of the policy. Uh, holders, but the, the, about the movement and the movement end, ended. It never came up with a remedy. It came. It it presented the problems that our people are facing in this uh, union state society, but it did not come up like most of our so-called quote-unquote black movies. It don't come up with a remedy. They never did came up with a remedy about the brother being choked to death. Everybody went on about that. They, they rioted. They burned down the pizza, <clears throat> the pizza store where the attack uh, uh, had the pizza business, business at, where, the, uh, where all of it started, at the pizza store. They burned down the store, but like the character Spike Lee told the owner, which was played by the Italian actor uh, Danny Aiello, that hell, you know, you get an insurance enough to build the store back up. You know, he said, oh, "Look, I'm going to see my, uh, I'm going to uh, my woman and my baby. I'll be right back." Owed him two hundred fifty dollars. He gave him three hundred dollars. He likely gave him uh, back the two fifties. Hey, you owe me two fifty. Okay, that was cool. You know, deal. You had no remedy. Where was the justice for this brother that just just got killed by this chokehold by this cop? You know. But there's never a remedy. There's never an answer. All because this Italian restaurant or Italian pizza place had all Italian, um, what you would say, entertainment figures 
are all Italian. Well, you must understand this. This is an Italian pizza place. The owner of the pizza place was an Italian. Okay, he had Frank Sinatra, Al Pacino, uh, <coughs> Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, he gonna have nothing but Italian people. He want to he gonna have people in his store, pictures hanging on the wall that looks like him. That's not that was not him being prejudicial against the people in the community. That was not what that was about. A lot of people had the misunderstanding of the movie. That was not what it was about. He loved Italian. He was an Italian, and he loved Italian people. He had love for his people, which I wish and I would love that we would have for ourselves. If you had enough love for ourselves, and if we had, we could have our own restaurants where our people can come to. But a lot of us have not been taught to be self-sufficient under this Euro-centric society. We have never been taught to work for ourselves. We have been taught to work for others, even our most so-called educated uh, sisters and brothers. I am the CEO of uh, McDonald's. I am the CEO of General Motors. I am the CEO of Ford Motors. That's fine. But you are not the owners and the controllers of these corporations. You own nothing in the Asiatic communities that we live in. You control nothing. You won't take you won't take the opportunity to build anything in our community, to build stores, and to build um, uh, corporations in your own community. So other people, foreign people, come in our communities and suck off of us. You had a Korean uh, fruit store in that community and in and, and, and the movie, Do the Right Thing. You're seeing not one so-called, quote-unquote, black-owned store. We had Koreans and Italians, people of different nationalities, except our own. And so as they get through making all the money they're making, they go to their each respective communities and take their money, so-called money anyway, back to their each respective communities and keep on building their own respective communities up. Why your own community be in squalor. There are all the Italian peoples in this pizza uh, establishment. Okay, 
he had all Italian uh, movie stars and all Italian uh, entertainers, you know, and so forth. Well, you can't blame. They couldn't blame the man for that. You go into a Chinese restaurant, you see all Chinese calendars, drawings of Chinese people. That's because they love themselves as a people. And they want people on the walls, hanging off the walls, look like them. People will understand that more, the more better off they will be. I just want to put that out there, okay? <clears throat> okay. Oh, okay, where are we at? There hasn't been any real or constant peace for scores of generations, tarnished and benumbed by the redundancy of international... Oh, I'm sorry. Hold up. <clears throat> Move over something else. Uh, the, 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 the traditionally accepted North American Poles pilgrim story involving Europeans landing on Plymouth Rock at Massachusetts in the year 1620 A.D., meaning in the year of domination, was a Trojan horse ploy. The Peregrinists were, were and are really Inquisitionists and Crusaders, not honest seekers of freedom, they came to the North Gate to steal and to enslave. History and, and evidential, evidential truths confirm this as fact by the steal and to no, by the, the, their colorable governing practices and their barbarian, barbarian treatments against all Asiatic, African, Aborigines. The cornerstone of the colonist social, political doctrines are undeniable expressed in the Church Black Codes of 1724 A.D. as adopted by all the contemporary corporate states. The 1724 A.D., I, I, I remind you and remind you, I still in use today that a lot of our people are being tried by. That's why you can't get no justice. Us, we, as nationalized Moors, of the Moorish Divine National Movement are not tried by these, by this 1724 Black Code. It only applies to Negroes, Blacks, Afro and African Americans, people of color. That's what it applies to. It does not apply to people like myself. Because we are not those brands. It applies to people who have lost their way. To people who don't know who they are. To, to people who will keep calling themselves black. To people who could keep on saying black power, black power, black power. That's who it applies to. The black holes of 1724. Okay. They're about ready to cut me off, so I'm, I'm not going to keep on talking. So they cut me off. Uh, 
if you don't hear me no more, that's what uh, that's that's what uh, that's what that's about. So, okay, I'm gonna keep on talking. All right. A slowly practiced and imposed culture of fakery, the deviant suppression of the natural people's liberties, acts of hiding or destroying ancient and high culture sciences, and the mob selective literary destruction customs slithered into the ancient North and South American continents, and central asthmus and among the multiple islands and Americana. This came about under an ominous guise of peacemakers as proposed by the deceiving Elbion aliens, claiming with beguiling, beguiling innocence to be seeking religious and political freedoms from their fellow European inquisitionists. Such were the infamously successful bait-and-switch proclamations, as are historically expounded upon and published by those same alien invaders and possessors of forked tongues, the resulting and current shadowy culture, blight as it has been, hoisted upon civilization, humanity, and history evolved into a state of deviant oppression of the natural people and the erection of fiend law systems, forced slavery and the displacing and biased social class theoretics. Judaized linguistics presented in law, terminologies artificially, I mean artificiality, took root with the introduction of European crusader and inquisitionist-oriented slaveholders as imposed in government and the teaching institutions. Their religiously propagated fraud law and the abridged history systems are used and enforced to effectuate land thefts, birthright thefts, and colored claims of authority. They are now major political and social cornerstones of the Union State Society. U.S. with successful and unlawful records, destruction and the usurpation of their lands and resources, the dissolution, the dissolution of pre-existing governments of the Aborigine and indigenous peoples, Moors of the Americas, was enforced. We now have in these days the dross and draconian conditions of the traditional human rights violations, which are now common features in the fabric of North American culture throughout its corporate politics. This deviant fraud-oriented and debased culture has developed into a massive and broad-based industry, which feeds upon human suffering. This said industry is founded upon and maintained by illusory-based legality, dogmatic religious contortion, and altered histories, histories, the operative suppression of justice and a denial of due process. Thus the stage was set for the the establishment and function of color of law courts, color of authority activities, color of office, politicians, color of history, scholars, and teachers, and a false-hearted presentment and matrix for a color of freedom. This activated manifest of corruption and them was the offspring of the conquering Albion patriarchy and is called the nigger industry, food for the lecherous vampires for Europe. This is what has been going on, you know. This is what you have to, uh, like I say, and I always say, the time is late, the hour is late, but it's still not too late. The sand in the hourglass is getting very, very, very uh, almost at the end of the bottom now. 
those who those of you have not been nationalized need to get nationalized. Like right now. Those of you that don't want to pay, don't want to uh, don't deal with the three sixty three hundred and sixty so called federal notes reserve notes. Okay, some of you may can afford cannot afford that. So somebody want to go to RB Bay Publishings, get online, get online, and go to RB Bay Publishings and see if they can you know uh, nationalize you for free. But remember, you get what you pay for. Okay, some of you, uh, uh, some you hear some people say, uh, "Why should I pay for paperwork?" You're not paying for the paperwork; you're paying for the labor that's being done. Uh, that's been done on the paperwork. That you are getting. That's what that's about. Like I said, and I said it before, and I tell you again, we cannot make a living. We cannot make a living off of nationalizing people. It doesn't pay nowhere near enough. Like I said, we are starved to death. Okay, there's no such thing. As making a living off of nationalizing people, unless you are doing, you charge them outrageous, making outrageous charge, uh, charges like fifteen hundred dollars or two thousand dollars, which is outrageous, which is highway robbery. It shouldn't take you that many federal notes to do that. People are robbing you. They're sucking off you, and they're like I said before, uh, they're taking advantage of your ignorance. If people are doing this, I don't see how they can sleep at night. But I'm here to tell you that about nationality and the different nationalities of the world, you know, uh, a lot of us think that the Confederate flag is a flag of racism. It's not a flag of racism. Matter of fact, it is not a flag. It is a banner. All you got to do is go do your homework on the Confederate flag. The Confederate flag has 13 stars on it but there were only 11 Confederate states. So what do the 13 stars represent? It doesn't represent the Confederate States of America. Do your research. Do your research on how many Confederate states were in the Confederate States of America during the time of the Civil War between 1861 and 1865. It were 11 states. Not 13, but you have 13 stars on the crossbars of the Confederate flag. Go back to the 13 colonies 
one that had the so-called revolution, American Revolution, the British Crown, 13, and the Moorish science is the, is, the, is the number of resurrection. Is the number of resurrection. And that's what they had, and that's what the number, the 13 stars in the Confederate States of America was about. It wasn't about freeing any slaves. It was about taking away the rest of the people's sovereignty. Because a lot of, because how many of you know that over 500,000, over half a million Moors in the South were never slaves? Were never slaves. They had land. They had much land down there. They had slaves, slaves, our people, and they had slaves, other people too. They have enslaved thousands of so-called white people on those plantations. Believe it or not. They weren't just enslaving so-called their own black people. You need to study and learn real, real, real American history. Real American history. Not the distorted American history that has been taught to you in your schools since you was in grade school. That boy, that's this bullshit they've been teaching you. You need to study real American history. Because most of all, including our indigenous Aboriginal children and all across the Union States of America, not only them, but the European children in this country and other children in this country has never been taught real history either. Real history has never been taught in our educational systems across the country. It needs to be revised. It needs to be retaught. How many know that a lot of our people fought with the Confederate Army? Why did they fight with the Confederate Army? Why did they do that? Why? Because the defense of their land. You have a lot of our people protesting and trying to tear down a lot of these Confederate general statues from different states. <clears throat> Take down the Confederate flag and not even understanding what are those flags were really about. They have a misunderstanding. They don't have standing or overstanding or understanding of what these flags were about. They were banners, not flags. How many of our people know that a lot of our Asiatic soldiers that fought with the Confederate Army 
were even were combatants. And when they were combatants, how many of us knew that this uh, uh, some of them was treated better than our own Asiatic brothers that were uh, in the Union Army? Believe it or not. Believe it or not. The first, how many know of you know the Civil War, the Battle of Antietam, which is known as the Battle of Bull Run? <clears throat> that so-called quote-unquote black Confederate soldiers participated in that in, in that battle. That was the first victory run of uh, the, uh, the first victory that was won by the Confederate Army that fought against the Union Army. by a high percentage of so-called black Confederate soldiers. The the vast majority, 90% of the European Confederate soldiers that fought in that war never saw a slave, let alone own one. This is for those of you who want to protest Confederate cemeteries. They were poor, and most of them were slaves themselves. What the Civil War was about, it was about states' rights and sovereignty. They want to do away with the rest of the sovereign states in the South. Sovereign lands, which a lot of the Moors own and control. That's what that civil war was about. State rights and economics. It wasn't about freeing any slaves. They got this thing about this so-called racism, which is another social, artificial, false construct. There's no such thing as a race or group of people. No such thing. It's a complete falsehood. The race concept really is an artificial social false construct within itself. There's no such uh, thing as a race of human beings. It does not exist. Let me read to you. And I got this information from Dr. Aline L. Bay, and it says here, the word race came from the words Royal Africa Company England. Race, R for Royal, A for Africa, 
C for company, E for England. There's no such thing called a race. There's another social artificial construct, believe it or not. Okay, this is going to be all I have for tonight. This is all I have for tonight. And I uh, hope that a lot of you have learned a lot uh, from what I've read to you and spoke to you tonight and I commented on and everything. And uh, I hope a lot of you decide what do you want to do about your nationality and birthright. Uh, if you uh, <clears throat> want to be responsible for that, because that's what, what what we all need to be. We need to, uh, to be responsible. Uh, responsible people and stop being uh, want to be victims and innocent victims because we are not innocent and we are not victims as I said before we have enslaved a lot of European people and sold their women across the world not only to Moorish hirams but also to European monarchs as well At one time, one million Europeans were sold to the Moors. One million. Of the so-called Vikings. I sold their own people to the Moors. Just like we sold our people in Africa from, uh, uh, in different parts in America too, off to European slavers, where they sold uh, their, a lot of their people to us too. Ah, they don't teach you that in history class, do they? They don't teach you that, do they? Huh. That's because you've never been taught real history. And a lot of these European slaves suffer some of the most harshest of brutality and barbarism under our own ancestors. Acts of barbarism. A lot of them was beaten so so brutally and so badly that they had that they had dropped to the ground. When they dropped to the ground, they they didn't pass out. They just dropped dead. Yes, our people did these treacherous and barbarous acts against other people. Yes, they did. That's why you found a lot of the Moors were warned against each other. We were going warned against each other because a lot of our people were against that. A lot of the Moors were against these other Moors was who was committing these barbarous acts. We're not supposed to have been doing that. You had some brothers tell me, well, the Moors gave up the secret. There was no secret to give. There was no damn secret to give. You were supposed you weren't supposed to have or conceal this knowledge amongst ourselves. The knowledge of economics, the knowledge of cultivating the land, 
agriculture, when to plant, when to grow. Our ancestors were not supposed to do that. They were supposed to share this science to the, uh, to the world at large so everybody can benefit from the science. Everybody can live in harmony to ourselves and let other people starve to death. Because if we had kept the science to ourselves, the other people would starve to death. They wouldn't know how to grow their crops, when to plant, when to cultivate their land. This was the humane thing to do, which is what our people are all about. But you have a certain percentage of our people that get off into greed and other evil and wrongdoings as slavery. A great many of our ancestors ancestors have profit over the slavery of European people. Not just their own, but European people as well. As I said, as I said again, get the book, They Were White and They Were Slaves by Michael A. Hoffman, the second. As I said and I said again, get the book, White Slaves, African Masters, an anthology of American Barbary Captivity Narratives. Edited an introduction by Paul Bapler. Paul Bapler. Okay. Get these books. And they'll tell you what the Moors look like, too. Look like us. They will say, and some of the narratives in those books, they will say that the Moors were very, very black. Jet black. But anyway, I'm getting ready to sound off. Uh, I hope I have enlightened a lot of people tonight. Uh, I I don't mean to insult, I mean to inform. I mean to inform the people. A lot of our because a lot of our people have been misinformed. And a lot of people have been misinformed in general. Not just our people, but people at large. The whole human family. Because as it is said in the book, you you cannot for, uh, control an informed people. But you can control a misinformed people. People who have been misinformed can be easily can be controlled.
So, no. Okay. Like I said, people, uh, have much love for the human family. And I hope, I hope, I hope a lot of you have learned something tonight. And I hope I've done a lot of good. And then I say to you, as another blog, uh, talk shows and first world order radio shows. May my spirit and your spirit spring forth to the jaguar. And Bawasama Dukunda, meaning peace family, and peace to all of the families of the human family and of the world. Peace. I'm out.